tonight on an all new wrestling the wrestling show with a very enthusiastic and passionate fan now we start off with a look back at aew both dynamite and rampage sorry there will be no dark here next we move on to the wwe universe starting with the uk brand of nxt moving on to wwe the flagship of raw then smackdown and finally nxt the original brand Wilbo. Wilbo. welcome to the channel i'm your host lip rip aka tetsu omega and thank you listener for tuning in or watching whatever it is now we're gonna start the show with uh the aew the wild wild west of wrestling i call it that because uh, the referees of course if the referees are just there to make it official to make it uh to count to three to uh you know to end the match and that's all their job is well then it's just a stunt show referees have to be involved with the match in every way to be it seriously a wrestling match so we move on to AEW, and we start off the show with uh, CM Punk joining the commentary booth. Um, now, he's got no match, so I guess he's there, maybe just setting up something for the future, who knows? Maybe it will, maybe it won't. Hmm. But first, we have, coming to the ring, the very, <clears throat> apparently, insecure Adam Cole coming to the ring against... Now, Adam Cole, he is the uh, elite now. He's part of the elite squad, and he's against the Frankie Kazarian, the elite killer. Apparently, he's taking out the elite. Um, that's his monarchy. Maybe I'm not be completely correct on that, but uh, he's there to take out the elite. But this match was seriously a great match, you know. After all, Adam Cole has uh, been through the WWE, but, but he's been great before then. But he is a former NXT uh, world champion, and uh, he proved it. This was a really, really good match. But at the end, of course, everything has to break out. His friends, Young Bucks and whatnot, and then uh, the Lucha, Lucha uh, Jurassic Express comes out with Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy, Christian. Big hubaloo. Next up, we have, uh, we have the Death Triangle. Or is it Death Triangle anymore? Who knows? Um, because it's with his uh, Alex Alejantes, uh part of the Death Triangle. Or is Pac still part of the Death Triangle? Because it's been so long since Pac has been in with the uh, Lucha Bros at all as a team. I haven't seen them at all. Maybe they, they maybe that doesn't exist anymore. Who knows? It is AEW they may put together. But uh, they talk about this stuff. Does it really matter? Next we have Fuego Rancheros, Fuego Del Sol, looking for a rematch against uh, uh, Miro for some reason. Maybe he didn't get the beating bad enough. So uh, uh, what does he have to give to Miro? Maybe he should retire? Or his car, that's probably not even his. Edge on by Sammy Guevara, Tony Chivon. Okay, so here we go. Set up for Rampage is uh, Fuego del Sol versus uh, Miro, the Redeemer. <clears throat> That's right. 
So next up we have a face-to-face. -face. Maxwell Jacob Friedman, he comes out with a five-star promo. Yes, just taking a giant dump all over Brian Pillman and his family. Brian Pillman Sr., Brian Pillman Jr., Brian Pillman entire family. He just dumped all over them. And, I mean, after all, what else is Brian Pillman going to, I mean, uh, MJF going to do after all? Uh, the thing, the huge thing with uh, Jericho just came to a sizzling end. A big pile of finish. So he's got to redeem himself. Maybe this is good. I don't know. Because clearly he's, he's never going to get a belt. I don't know what he's doing here. Uh, they say uh, WWE um, keeps people back, but uh, MJF, they're not giving him anything besides a retarded ring. And Jungle Boy with a trophy. Congratulations, Jungle Boy, you won 50 times. Here's a trophy. Get out of here. Don't ask for a belt. So this uh, goes to a match. Uh, Rampage coming soon. A triple, uh, a six-man tag. The Young Bucks, the Elite. Young Bucks and the real leader is uh, Adam Cole. Is back to join the leader team. Versus uh, Luchasaurus, uh, um, Jungle Boy, and uh, Christian Cage. The new Jurassic Express. So coming up, uh, now it's the tag team. Uh, with uh, Tully Blanchard is... Uh, the FTR, Cash Wheeler and uh, Dax Harwood. Versus, now you would think, uh, Matt Seidel will be tag team with his uh, brother. But nope, nope, he's with Mar uh, Dante Martin this time. Uh, now, it was an okay match. Um, Tolly Blanchard felt it was necessary to cheat. Um, even though it was completely unnecessary. It happened earlier in the match, uh... Tully got the ref's attention by jumping on a ring, saying, Hey, ref, we're about to cheat right now. So ref turned around, but the match went on and on and on, so it really didn't matter. It didn't really change the course of the match. So that was ridiculous. Um, FTR can do so much better than uh, resorting to cheating, because I think that's what they feel heels should do. But that's just ridiculous. Okay, next up, Malachi Black comes in. Doing a promo about being <clears throat> scary, or trying therefore be, um, were not scary enough because uh, we have uh, Rosen, Rosario Dawson challenging his uh, authority or his pff, whatever against the uh, Rhodes family. So ends up before anything happened, does the uh, Cody Rhodes comes in to attack Malachi, and then they have this hilarious fighting thing where they fight through the back. Through the crowd. Oh, punching, punching, fight, fight. It's so cliche. Right to commercial break, and they fight the uh, back of the thing. Done everywhere. Done to death. It is, it's, it's, uh, it's lame. It's cheap. It's, uh, it's, well, it's lazy. Okay, so, Cody Rose, Malachi Black. Coming soon on AEW. Where else would it be? Impact. Okay, so, uh, we have ourselves, uh, uh, American top team, Dan Lambert, complaining again about uh, the state of AEW being uh, a favorite of the new millennials. Going uh, because all the new wrestlers, favorite wrestlers, are all tiny little guys, little, you know, what are you going to do? They're all tiny, and these guys think it's a, this is a manly sport. But look where you are in AEW. You know what? Uh, it's completely farcical, but entertaining. So who's to say what's what? 
Chris Jericho, f uh, fresh to start a new feud. Uh, anxious get out of the uh, uh, Maxwell Jacob Friedman era into this. Um, with Jacob, uh, Jake Hagar, trying to look up mean. So we'll move on to Jade Cargill, Layla Hirsch. Last week, I was just trash Jade Cargill. Things that she's what, but she just smashed it. Just because uh, she's on wrestling. But this week, she proved me wrong. Jade Cargill going full tilt. Maybe this was a great, uh, great matching. Layla Hirsch uh, was matched well with uh, Jade Cargill. Uh, this went on for a bit. Um... But uh, Jade Cargill with a massive glam slam with a victory. Um, very nice. Very impressive. After that, uh, we got to have a big treat, everybody. Listener, watcher, viewer. We have uh, the teleprompter. We can read along with Andrade. He can learn his English while we read along with his promo. So, next up... We have the conclusion of why CM Punk was on the uh, announce, announce booth. Um, we have uh, Taz coming in. Oh, you're taking my job now. Blah, 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 blah. I'm making mountains out of nothing. And then uh, we have uh, Captain Hook and uh, Powerhouse Hobbs taking down CM Punk. Putting him through the announce table eventually. And eventually there will be a match between this very sloppy wrestler, Powerhouse Hobbs and CM Punk. I'm not sure how this is going to go. CM Punk versus Darby Allen was actually <clears throat> a very good barn burner match. I will say barn burner a lot because barn burner I think is a very hot thing. A barn on fire is very powerfully hot. So, uh, but I seen Hobbs last match. He was sloppy at best. He slopped his way through that match. I don't know how CM Punk is going to make... Power Hobbs Hobbs. Powerhouse Hobbs look good at all. That's impossible. So next up we have another match. Uh, former WWE superstar. Um, Sean Spears versus Darby Atlin. <clears throat> we have uh, um, Tully Blanchard on Spears' side and uh, Sting on Darby's side. This was a good match, but it was really good. It's just the fact that it was predictable. You knew Darby Allen was going to win after his big loss against CM Punk. He needed some retribution, and this is the type of place it is. This is predictable. That's why I don't watch Dark Use. It's too, too predictable. But this is predictable. You knew he was going to win. But Sean, Sean Spears, always, you know, he's, he's treated like the uh, redheaded stepchild from both companies. I don't care what um, people in uh, AEW have to say about how they treat their stars. But uh, they, 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 they don't care about people. They're old news. They'll just, who cares? Whatever. They're not as good as, you know, what they think. But uh, Darby Allen with a big win. But uh, FTR comes in with something else to say. Uh, um, Cash Wheeler and uh, Dax Harwood come in and uh, assist Piledrive Sting. Uh, for a future match, Sting coming back again. Uh, wrestling. Wrestlers just don't retire. I'm telling you, they just die. And now they have a place to do it. They go when they retire from actual wrestling. They go to AEW, or you know, they die there. So they uh, Sting versus uh, Sting and Darby Allen versus uh, FTR. And uh, whoa, Tolly Blanchard looked terrible in that when Sting faced him down. He looked like a terrified man. I thought he was on the pee himself. We have a face to face next. Kenny Omega and former um, WWE star Brian Danielson. I wonder how the other wrestlers that are not WWE, all AEW wrestlers feel. Really, how do they feel that uh, the, all the former WWE wrestlers get top billing? You know what? 
this is basically uh, WWE Lite. So that is uh, Kenny Omega versus uh, Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson. Next up, we have, now this was a great match first. Um, uh, Matt Hardy versus uh, Orange Cassidy. Their first match was great. Matt Hardy had his bro nose broken, even though his nose, even if his nose wasn't broken at a match, it was still would have been a fantastic match. Um, they worked well together. They understand each other's uh, psychology, and it worked well. It just, it was great. They weren't too busy. It was a well-constructed match. I guess they need a reason now to fight again. A good reason. So, this reason is that uh, Matt Hardy, his nose broken. So now, you break my nose, I'm going to shave your head. But I'm afraid uh, this makes no sense, because uh, even with a shaved head, I'm pretty sure Orange Cassie just doesn't care. It will grow back. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Orange Cassidy. So it's kind of silly. So next up, we have our main event. Eddie Kingston, John Moxley. The wild thing himself. Wild thing. Or is it 2.0? Now, they never say who they are. But it is former WWE stars uh, Matt Lee and Jeff Parker. Now, they're with uh, Daniel Garcia, former WWE, I guess. So this is uh, what uh, John... Uh, Moxley, Matt Lee, and Jeff Parker, WWE. So this is the basic WWE match. Not that good. It was okay, you know, I don't know. Not very good. But uh, with uh, Wild Thing and Kenny Omega and John Moxley uh, and uh, Eddie Kingston with a big victory. That was uh, obvious, I guess. But then we have Minoru Suzuki coming back. He was very upset for the last time it's showing. Uh, apparently he was felt disrespected. For his music or something like that. So, uh, not if not, uh, maybe that might have affected him that his match was so terrible. It started off good, but ended with a very bad taste in your mouth. It, it just ended abruptly. I mean, your Suzuki just fell flat. He just couldn't do it. It was terrible. So, coming up, John Moxie Minero Suzuki Part 2. Promoted very heavily. Um, but this is New Japan match. And who knows, maybe Lance Archer might be there. Maybe not. Okay, next we move on to, next up. Rampage AEW Wrestling. So we start off with the family, um, the Matt Hardy family office, um, with uh, the butcher and a blade and the bunny, not really and the bunny, with the bunny versus the Lucha Bros, maybe uh, pet death triangle with Alex Alahantes, Abrahantes, Alex Abrahantes, instead of Pac, he's obviously uh, he's uh, he's just eventually he's just taking over. Before he's quiet, he's doing more talking now. He's new Pac, I guess, because Pac hasn't been with the the, the Lucha Bros for uh, a, over a month. So, but here's the horrible thing. Pente El Zero, Nero, he didn't show up. He just didn't show up. It was uh, Doink 2.0 taking his place. Doink 2.0, how dare he? But you know what? It is uh, the Lucha Bros' first defense. And no one loses in a first defense in AEW. Not that I know of. And they won't lose here. I knew they wouldn't. And they didn't. Lucha Bros with the big win. Next up was uh, Dark Order versus uh, family Matt Hardy family office. Dark Order is having some problems, but not with the women. I guess women can just do their own thing. Dark Order is just a name they're wrestling under. Maybe make some... I don't know. But it was surprising. It was a. Uh, it was actually a pretty good match. Um, you know, uh, we got ourselves uh, 
a good win. Uh, was that uh, Dark Order's uh, Amy J with a big win over uh, um, the Bunny? But before you can say anything, uh, what's that? Penelope Ford comes in and uh, fumbly, clumsily throws on some brass knuckles and punches both uh, Amy J and uh, um, Taya Conte in the face. Okay, moving on. Um, now, after the two big losses in the Matt Hardy brand, you know, the fam, uh, Hardy family office, um, Matt Hardy was very upset, looking to the crowd, and what does he see? Oh my gosh, was this a placement by the company? I can't believe they're actually doing this again. So they're making, they just, oh, this is a fan, he likes Orange Cassidy, he don't like what he looks like. Oh, I'm gonna, this, yeah, it's a, clearly a mark, and this mark clearly had long hair that was attached to him earlier in the day because he looked just like Robert Stone did when he was mimicking Steven Seagal, his hero, with that stupid little ponytail that was glued onto the back of his head. Just like this guy. Just glued on a stupid ponytail to the back of his head. And clearly, this mark, this place, he was, uh, oh, he cut off his ponytail, which clearly was some other person's hair in the first place, and then sort of nicely trying to shave it perfectly, see a perfect line, nice shaved, until Orange Cassidy um, slothed his way in through there, and uh, kind of saved the day. Kind of didn't. But that leads us through the match. Orange Cassidy, Matt Hardy. It's going to be great, but uh, what a silly setup. Okay, so next up is a face-to-face uh, -face with... Uh, um, Tony Schiavone in the ring. Um, it is uh, Britt Baker and uh, Ruby Soho. Now it's great. We all know that Tony Khan and Britt Baker are close friends. You know. So it was great to see that uh, even with, you know, that uh, she's her own woman. No one tells Britt Baker who and who she cannot be friends with. Adam Cole. So she goes in. Beautiful, big old hug to her good friend, Tony Schiavone. Wonderful to see her, st her, her stand up for herself and what she, who, her friends, who she believes in. We'll see what happens. Okay, so now we've got to get to the, the meat of the face-to-face, the -face, where they throw shade, throw background, they throw everything. They're, they're behind the scenes of wrestling. They got dirty in this. And Britt Baker, obviously, she looked great. Um, and she's thrown a more shade, uh, Ruby Soho, uh, mediocre, um, Mike skills, terrible wrestling skills. She's just there because she's got heat from uh, WWE. So next up we have, uh, this is Rampage. So this is the match. This is Fuego, um, Del Sol with the car that's loaned to him by his boss. Clearly it's not his car. At least I don't think so. So he put his car on the line, the, the car on the line against, uh, Miro, the Redeemer, and his belt. So if uh, he would now, this is the main event for Rampage. This is the best they've got. This is going against, uh, I believe, uh, SmackDown. So uh, I guess they had to they got stretch it out, stretch it out. So uh, Miro did what he the best he could, the best selling he could do, the Miro sell. You know when it came down to it, Machka kick, Machka kick. But you know what? Before that. They did a thing outside, and uh, going back to the same mark, the same plant they had, they have the same people in that same corner where uh, Fuego did a, a little uh, a little bit there, a little, you know, a little segment there. 
where he's thrown up, supposed to be thrown over, but he's caught by these people who they hired, and they kept him up, and it, it, it really didn't matter. Okay, so after Machka kicked, Machka uh, Frego still uh, loses, like, obviously. And uh, we all know that the car is not his, because uh, why would uh, Miro want it? Because it's not his car. So then he takes it, jams it in his mouth, and then uh, throws on the uh, camel clutch upside down. I don't know what he does best, you know? It really stretches him out. But before he can really pull his head off, his best buddy and the person who hired him, Sammy Guevara, comes in. Now, I think Sammy Guevara should be fighting a CM Punk, but he is not. He's fighting Miro and probably going to get smashed. And that ends the, uh, my AEW uh, diatribe. Next up is WWE with the UK brand of NXT. Yes, that's right. NXT starts huge with the number one contenders for the Heritage Cup. Now, um, the Heritage Cup uh, champion is uh, Tyler Bates. And they should change to a belt because the cup is stupid. Stupid now. They win the belt. The contender should win the belt, but the champion should have the belt. So, here we go. Noam Dar versus Kenny Williams. My opinion, uh, probably the two best wrestlers in the world, clearly. They got talent, although they are the smaller size wrestlers. It is what it is, but they are talented as all hell. Um, they're intelligent, and there are two types of wrestlers that will do whatever it takes to win. Hook or by crook, but not lazy wrestling. This is intelligent wrestling here. When they cheat, they cheat well. They, <laughs> this is next level. This is not like, come over here, I'm about to cheat, ref. No, they make it legit. I'm proud of this. This is great wrestling. This is why NXT is one of the greatest wrestling brands on the planet. Um... They just, they just tore it down. Beautiful match. I'd say four out of five stars. Uh, coming on top is Noam Dar. Noam Dar moving on to the finals. Next up will be uh, Wolfgang versus Tioman for the, the privilege to fight Noam Dar. I think um, Tioman would win. Um, a great uh, Tioman Noam Dar finisher would be a crazy match. Crazy good because they're both... Next level component, opponents. Um, Wolfgang, he's good. Uh, he's, he, he slaps meat. He'd be good against uh, a bigger guy. You know, but against uh, Normdar, I doubt it. Just, they don't match up. Next up, it is uh, with Sid Scala. Um, introducing uh, the new, happier, not happy, happy like Corbin, but a happy uh, Ilya Dragunov. Wondering who would be next for Ilya Dragunov um, to challenge. So we have three possible competitors. Um, we have uh, Nathan Fraser, um, Rampage Brown, and a kid. Now Rampage did prove himself over Coffee, Joe Coffee, um, but you know a kid over uh, you know uh, the Irish Ace himself. But uh, it's, it should be interesting. You know, A-Kid, Rampage, Nathan Frazier, Triple Threat next week. Should be a good match. Should be fun. Um, it's NXT in the UK, so it should, be, it should be good. Okay, so next up is uh, the futuristic Stevie Turner versus uh, Emilia McKenzie. Now, Emilia is uh, Mako um, Satamora's uh, student. Although we have not seen Mako Satamora fight in a long time. Um, 
NXT UK. That's why that's why their champions hold the belts so long. Well, I mean, that's why a lot of champions are holding on so long because they don't really fight too much. They don't, they're not fighting every time they aired. They have a, a live show. They do not fight every live show. So that's why they can hold. Like, there's a long time where they always fought. When Drew McIntyre was the champion, every time he fought every 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 episode. They don't do that anymore. Okay, so these two are fighting. Um, Emilia versus Stevie Turner. Now, this was a truly a good... It was just a burn burner. They both can wrestle. They both wrestle well. Um, but in the end, it was Emilia uh, um, McKenzie with a big win. Um, now, after the match was over, Blair Davenport comes in and takes out Stevie Turner. Now, we all know uh, the last... Uh, Last week, uh, Blair was, uh, I guess she was, uh, she was, she was, yes, suspended indefinitely for attacking Sid Scala. But apparently now she's around doing what she does. She's got to attack all the women wrestlers there until um, they change her mind. Now, if this was any bit real, she would be considered uh, a fan. You know, you're not a competitor here. You lay a finger on one of the wrestlers, you're going to be arrested. So... I don't know what they're doing. Trying to do this. It's kind of silly. But it is a, a thing. Maybe who knows what's going to happen. Maybe it's be fun. Okay, then we go on to the main event. The main event is uh, one of my favorite tag teams. They are truly our master uh, tag team technicians. They are a clean tag team and deserving of the belts. Um, now they're fighting uh, the Gallus. The, the, boys on, uh, the Gallus boys on top. Gallus boys on top. Um, now, is this true? Pretty deadly looking, pretty psyched up with their new ring gear. I mean, they wear it on a regular on the outside, but they usually take the, the, the ring gear, you know, the, the uh, arm shirts off. The arm shirts, yeah. They wear sleeves and uh, upper chest piece. Their shirt is like so high cro uh, cropped up above their nipples. Well above their nipples. Your shirts. So, very confident men. You gotta be to wear those. Okay, so it was a it was it was a good match, very good match. Uh, pretty deadly, keeping it um, 100. Although near the end, it does become uh, a fury of fighting, but contained by the ref pretty well. And it is pretty deadly on top. I think pretty deadly should be collecting belts. They are that good. They should go to different divisions: NXT, Raw, SmackDown. Collect that belt make one ultimate belt and start the uh, uh wwe tag team uh tag division as a show on its own so uh pretty deadly with a huge win retaining their title okay next up we have raw um now raw is a uh, what last week was a uh, 12 uh, this week is only nine um, now we got to start raw with uh, some interesting news. Now uh, it was supposed to be Randy Orton versus uh, Bobby Lashley for the World Championship at Extreme Rules, but as we noticed, beginning of the show, um, Bobby Lashley MVP and uh, RK Bro, um, Randy Orton talking about the main event being a the match such match but Big E there it's telling everybody what he's going to do with his uh, he's going to be cashing in in this night and no matter who wins this match it does not matter Big E 
claims he's going to he's going to uh, cash in on the winner. Does not matter who wins, and Big E does not care who knows out there right now. Even though he was uh, also on uh, Smack It Down with Paul Heyman a couple times, showcasing that hey, you know what, um, Roman Reigns might be in trouble, but clearly not. So next up is uh, Shayna Baszler, uh, Charlotte. Now this is a uh, uh, a feud between not Charlotte and Shayna or uh, um, Nia Jax, but this is a feud between Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Um, so last week uh, it was Nia Jax versus uh, Charlotte. Shayna gets involved. Uh, Nia Jax loses. This week it's uh, Shayna Baszler uh, and Charlotte and Charlotte. So this was really not that good of a match. But clearly. There's something else happening and more important than the match itself, and it's uh, Nia and uh, Shayna. So Nia interferes, gets involved with the match, not really getting involved, getting noticed in the match. Uh, getting uh, Shayna's attention for a big kick, big boot to knock her off her feet, and to lose with a big boot? Shayna Baszler losing to a big boot? Whatever. That's why it sucks. Because uh, I don't know what's going on with Shayna, but uh, losing like that, it's, it's shameful. But before Charlotte can head out, she's uh, met in the ring by uh, Alexa Bliss. Um, now she brings uh, the reluctant Charlotte a gift. She doesn't want to open it, but she ends up opening it. It is a uh, Lily Charlotte. Uh, Lily dressed as Charlotte, so to speak. You know, so I can see this being another product. Every wrestler being having a, a, a Lily um, disguised as the wrestler. Um, so, you know, I guess it's setting up a match, Extreme Rules, but it ended really well. Uh, as you can see, uh, Alexa with the belt there at the end, but, uh, before everything can end, uh, Alexa Bliss with a fantastic sun sunset bomb to, uh, Charlotte, sending her crashing to the mat, and very impressive looking move, I must say. So Extreme Rules, Charlotte versus, uh, Alexa Bliss. Okay, moving on to Drew. Uh, to, it's a six-man tag, and six-man tags are all messy. Every time, any time there's more than four men, it's always messy. The more, the messier. This is no exception. Drew McIntyre versus and the Viking Express, Viking Raiders, the Viking cosplayers, the uh, what's that? Uh, Game of Thrones Vikings versus Shanky, Veer, and their leader Jinder Mahal. Now this was quite a mess of a match. Um, so bad so that uh, Ibar never even fought. Never even got into the match. Um, Shanky actually fought. Shanky, can you believe it? And it proves why he's never in the ring. Uh, I think he got one move. I don't know. Not even a move. He, probably, he, he tried to punch something. But it was over. Shanky took the loss. It was a mess. It was, it was, it was a nonsense match. I don't know what it means. It was over fast. It was, it was a mess. It was not fun or funny. It was a match. Phil, not much time at all. So after that, we have ourselves a reunion of the New Day. That's right. Big E with his former partners. And still with the New Day. Um, Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston looking for advice from Kofi, from a former champion. But Kofi's like, you're Big E, damn it. You already know this stuff. You know already more than I do, damn it. And he's probably right. So next up, uh, last week was Drake Maverick showing interest in the 24-7 belt. 
and this week for sure. Um, they, uh, Tozawa and R-Truth trying to sab try to, uh, I don't know, uh, Shanghai, uh, pff, Reggie for the belt, all goes wrong, and uh, Maverick shows his face as their new uh, boss man, you know, Charlie to their angels. So we did, well, this is what it's come down to. Um, Reggie is a fan of the children. They love the TikTokers. They love this guy. Love him. And that's why it's making legit. I guess, I don't know. You know what? It's business. It makes money. People watching it. People love it. Even though it doesn't matter at all. It's not even wrestling. But Reggie, good for you. You're doing something with this uh, belt that uh, they're making it interesting. And that's what you need. You need a storyline. And uh, now they throw Drake Maverick into it. Um, after all, what was Drake doing? Okay, so nevertheless, we get to back to the action. Uh, it is a in United States Championship match. Um, it is Damien Priest versus uh, Jeff Hardy. Um, now, it was it could have been a great match for um, for a few things that went completely wrong. Okay, Damien Priest did win this match, but before he even won the match, Matt Hardy won the match. Matt Hardy pinned Damien Priest. He got him on the ground. He did a, the signature pin where uh, it's leg on top of leg. He, he leg drops his legs and then he pins him. He holds him down. He could not, could not kick out of that. Could not do it. Jeff Hardy, officially, my mind, is the U.S. champion, but they moved on. Um, two more times in my mind this happened. Damien Priest did not kick out. Damien Priest should have lost like three times. Two at, two at uh, least. Um, but uh, he won. It showcased nothing other than Matt Hardy should be the champion right now after two huge losses to Karrion Cross, Two despicable losses. You would think Damien Priest would smash him and wipe him all over the floor, but it's not the case. Not the case at all. Next up. Behind the scenes, Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley get into it with uh, the current women's champions, um, Natalia and uh, Tamina. So much so that uh, Tamina and uh, Nikki Ash, who did not have a match today, had an impromptitude match. Now, this one here was kind of, it was also very strange. Um, Nikki Ash, um, she gets a pin. She gets a two count where she was where. Uh, um, Tamina actually kicked out. She kicked out before the three, but they counted the three. Even though the kick out was clearly there. Uh, so the match should have went on, but uh, they called the match there. It stopped. They uh, Bret Harded uh, um, Nikki Ash. I think so. So Nikki Ash with the win. Next up would be uh, Natalia versus uh, Rhea Ripley. Now, this is uh, Natalia. This was a great match. This is Natalia showing why she's been in the WWE so long. And finally the champion. But, uh, you know, all I know is that she is... Uh, her promo skills, her, her just her, her background with her partners, how she's just... She's a ut great utility player. Um, she would never be a tag team. with, never have anything long-term with anybody. Um, she's so short. She's so... Yeah, yeah I don't know. But she's a great wrestler. Uh, everything else, uh, it's so shortly lived, everything. But uh, we have Rhea Ripley and um, Nikki Ash celebrating. Very nice. Okay, next up we have a six-man, uh, 
yeah, six-man tag. Uh, we have uh, almost AJ Styles with uh, T-Bar and Mace um, versus uh, New Day and uh, Ali and Mansoor. Um, now, this was this was okay, I guess. It is uh, AJ Styles, and uh, he is a great wrestler. But when it came down to it, it was uh, almost with a big head smash um, um, slam um, to uh, Mustafa. Now I gotta say, if anything good comes out of this, and I hope it does, it's a new faction. AJ Styles can be the a faction of the greatest team in all of wrestling. AJ Styles, almost. Um, Mace and T-Bar. Now Mace and T-Bar, they should be very happy because uh, they're this close, this close, very close to going to the next level, maybe to start superstardom with the help of AJ Styles. Next up we have last week is uh, Dewdrop versus uh, Eva Marie. Now last week, uh, Dewdrop attacked Eva before the match started and uh, just threw around and squashed Eva for the uh, unofficial win because uh, Dewdrop countered herself. So this week is the same thing. Can Eva even wrestle? I don't think she can wrestle. She's a very good looking, very attractive woman, very fit, very, uh, she's very fit. But can she wrestle? And this match shows that uh, she can take a hit, she can get squashed and thrown, and she can lose to uh, Dewdrop. So she's proved nothing. Um, is there going to be a rematch? Would people want to see a rematch? Um, Eva Marie, if she belongs in wrestling, she's not a wrestler. She should be a manager, some, uh, some, somebody to promote her, a promoter of some sort. Wrestler, no. She's just kidding herself. Um, so Dewdrop with a big actual victory. Next up, we have Karrion uh, Cross with his uh, State of the Union, or what his purpose in the WWE is, and that's basically to uh, um, to stack the bodies because he that's what he's good at it. He, he he feels this is what he does. He's put on the earth to just hurt people. Uh, U.S. title, the America, uh, any titles? He doesn't care. It's just it's just bonus, I guess. Next up is the main event: Bobby Lashley versus um, Randy Orton for the championship belt now this was a very good match it was set for uh, uh, extreme rules but now raw now it was a very good match could have any Orton could have won it but at the end it was in fact Bobby um, Bobby Lashley to win it um, now after the match Bobby Lashley start taking out both Randy and Riddle taking uh, I believe Randy through a table outside the announcers table which has got three other walls um, around the table so when he did that, he slammed him through. The wall broke down. It looked like it took out his uh, his shin pretty badly. I, I checked it out a couple times. Looked like it took out his shin. Looked like it took out his shin. Um, so as soon as he got in the ring, Big E comes in to cash in the like he said he was going to do. He's cashing that uh, money in the bank briefcase for a match. Now it was very it was a very good match considered um, Lashley was injured. Um, so Lashley looked like he could have won by a great spear, but. Uh, um, Big E kicked out and meet the big ending. Big E is now the world champion. Now, I believe there's only been four um, black champions in the WWE. Um, the Rock being one. Um, the Rock did take quite a long time to get to the championship. Um, then it was uh, what Kofi Kingston. You know, Kofi Kingston took forever to get there. Maybe a decade. Um, then Bobby Lashley, he left WWE, came back. 
it forever. Biggie's done something something that nobody. He's uh, he, he so fast. He didn't like you know. He just he's breaking barriers. Biggie, good for you, Biggie, making history. SmackDown. Now uh, SmackDown was pretty good. Uh, we have uh, the Bloodline coming in. Biggie. You know, like he's got Roman Reigns uh, shooting off, saying he's king and stuff. Respect, uh, acknowledge, the, you know, the tribal chief. Big E comes in with exception. They have a little thing. Hubba Baloo comes, breaks down. Finn Balor comes to help. Next, you know, we got a tag team match. Big E, Finn Balor versus the Usos. Roman Reigns watching in the back, thinking that his team's going to win. But it was a very good match, although the ending, I did not, I'd never like a double finisher. It's just so cheesy and uh, lame. But it is a big ending and a coup de grace on both Usos. Um, but thank goodness the ref did not, they did not both try to pin. A ref would count illegal men and legal men like AEW does all the time. Why are you counting illegal men? So he counted legal. He said, Finn Balor rolls out because he knows better. He's not legal man. You know, so then uh, he gets a pin, win. Good, good show, good show. Uh, Finn Balor and uh, Ibiggy wins to the chagrin of uh, the Tribal Chief. Next up, we have a match, very confusing at first. It's Rick Boogs versus uh, Robert Roode. But you would never know it was Rick Boogs versus Robert Roode. Because Rick Boogs was doing all his intros the same, introducing the King Nakamura. So he does the same thing. I thought, when he came in, I thought this King Nakamura versus uh, Robert Roode. Until Rick Boots was in the ring and Shinsuke was not in the ring. But he, they got to do something about that intro because it's confusing at best. Um, but uh, Robert Roode was used as fodder in this match. No other than fodder. He was just thrown to a wall just to get smashed and bashed. Robert Roode is better than that. He has world championship material. You treat it like this, it's a shame. Rick Boots uh, wins... And they, they celebrate with the Shinsuke. And they really celebrate with uh, Pat McAfee. But before they get too celebratory, we have ourselves Apollo Crews, appallingly uh, angry at this celebration, taking out um, Shinsuke Nakamura. And his, uh, his sidekick there, you know, Commander Ass, ass Cheeks, <laughs> Ass Disease, <laughs> you know, he does nothing. So he watched it all happen. So next up is uh, going to be Shinsuke Nakamura versus uh, Apollo Crews for the um, Intercontinental Championship. Even though I think uh, Shinsuke should be other companies right now battling it for it, you know. Wasting his time with Apollo Crews. Because Apollo Crews won't go through the, you know, go through the bottom again. Because no one wants to see more than one Apollo Crews match. Okay, next up is supposed to be Kevin Owens versus Happy Corbin. Uh, Owens is all ready to take down Corbin again. But before he can do it, Corbin attacked him. Um, clearly, um, you would know, uh, Kevin Owens have taken way, way worse beatings from better men and still continued. But apparently this weak beating uh, ended that uh, the match never happened. What's going to happen next? Who you know, maybe Extreme Rules are going to extend that out. Well, you can't do that. I don't know. I don't know. He couldn't finish. Okay, so last week was Edge versus Seth Rollins. One hell of a match. Great match. Seth Rollins uh, 
finish off Edge with his uh, curb stomp, putting Edge to the hospital. Kayfabe or not, who knows. Um, but it was great. But this week was a promo by Seth Rollins. A five-star promo. Seth Rollins does what, does, what he, does what he does best. He's great on the mic. He's great in the ring, but it doesn't matter what he does. He's great. And uh, he's talking about uh, Edge and whose fault is whose. Um, great promo. You know, he's not done with Edge. Thank goodness. Because that is one of the best storylines in all wrestling right now. Carry on. Okay, so next up, for such a thrilling, such a thrilling uh, promo by Seth Rollins goes to something so confusing. Now, ever since Sasha Banks vanished from the WWE, uh, her goons, her newly formed goons of uh, Carmella and Zelina Vega now are uh, without a, a leader. So now, I guess they're a tag team now. Who knows if they're going to start uh, dressing alike. But they're against... Uh, a newly formed team? I don't know. Uh, Liv Morgan is thrown together with somebody else. Who knows if this is going to be long-term or not. Uh, she's thrown together with Tony Storm. Finally, Tony Storm. But she's not... There, I don't know what's going on with Tony. But Liv and Tony looks good. Uh, now, it ended really badly. This was a terrible match. Tony Storm, Barry Sonny fighting. It basically was uh, Liv Morgan did what she does, one of her moves where she uh, she's lying down on her back and she kicks someone from her back and they hit the, the ring post, the corner turnbuckles. And she did that to Carmella. Carmella hit the post with her forehead, clearly her forehead. And uh, she rolled out the ring, complained that she broke her nose. Her nose was broken and she was selling this thing you wouldn't believe. But if it were actually broken... Like Matt Hardy versus Orange Cassidy. The blood will be everywhere. It will be gushing like a geyser of blood. But, nice try. I, it's, it, it was just bad. It was bad. It was a bad, bad match. Bad, lazy match. So, but leads up to Extreme Rules with uh, Lynn Morgan and uh, Carmella. So, next up, finally. Okay, so this been happening for a little bit. Um, not last week, didn't even care. It didn't even happen. But uh, um, Sonya Deville totally disrespecting uh, Naomi in every way possible. This week, tried to do the same thing, but Naomi would not have it this time. And, I, and she uh, stuck up to that uh, no-talent hack uh, called Sonya Deville, who uh, Naomi has way more talent than. She has no business doing anything to Naomi, but I wonder what's going to happen. Will Naomi, Naomi put her in her place? But apparently Naomi got a scolding. She got a scolding for talking to that idiot that way. Who am I calling anybody idiots anyways? Okay, next up is the main event. This shows us the, the level of SmackDown. The level of intensity of SmackDown. You know, um, Raw was uh, Bobby Lashley versus, uh, you know, uh, Randy Orton for the World Championship. Big E gets it. Oh, that's huge. Now this one is... Now I love Sami Zayn. But Sami Zayn versus Dominic... Part three? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It was okay. It was Sami Zayn. It was a Sami Zayn match, so it was pretty good because it's Sami Zayn. And after he won, he gets to his father because his father, Ray, was watching the match and saying that he is not on my level. Will there be a part four? Will there be a part four? Who knows? But we end up with a 
Bianca Belair's homecoming? How often does WWE have a homecoming for anybody? So they bring in Kane. I believe he is the mayor of Knoxville. Comes in. Uh, Bianca, happy, I don't know. If, if she was champion right now, this would make a lot more sense. But she's not. And clearly, um, you know, the man, Becky Lynch, she wanted to know what this whole thing is about. This is kind of ridiculous, and I think she's right about it. So she comes in like, what, but this is your day, I guess, whatever. You know, this is not my, this is, this is all you. Which really was all about uh, Becky Lynch doing her, she's getting better on Mike, way better. Maybe Seth, never let her, okay. But before Becky Lynch can leave, um, Bianca Bedeller is like, no, no, you don't leave just yet. Not till you do one more thing. An STO or uh, rock bottom, Becky Lynch rock bottoming uh, Bianca Belair is exactly what Belair wanted to happen. So she puts her out and leaves the way Bianca wanted. I don't know what's happening with Bianca. She should be showing off more stronger, showing stronger. But uh, I don't know. She's, uh, I would figure this uh, rivalry would have uh, rose uh, Bianca's stock more, but it didn't. Um, her, her stock with the, uh, with with uh, with Bailey was way way more. Okay, well, this leads up to uh, Extreme Rules SmackDown Women's Championship. Bianca trying to get her gold back from Becky Lynch. Next up, new next, the new look NXT. That's right, NXT has a great new look. Instead of gloom and doom, black and gold is full of colors. Boof! It's like uh, um, a unicorn threw up. A box of crowns they ate earlier on in the day. All over the symbol. So we start off with uh, big news. Samoa Joe, who just won the NXT Championship at NXT TakeOver 36, has relinquished it already. Maybe he wasn't ready for fighting. So he's injured. After years off, he comes back and just goes all out and couldn't handle it. So who's willing to pick up the pace? We're going to have a fatal four-way. We have Tommaso Ciampa, L.A. Knight, Kyle O'Reilly, Pete Dunne for the World Championship. But first, we have an interesting situation. A very brand new, never before seen, Braun Breaker. He wants to fight. And he's challenging L.A. Knight to getting into his face. L.A. Knight being a cocky guy he is. Um... Cocky guy L.A. Knight is, would challenge, would accept the challenge, thinking that L.A. Knight himself would destroy Braun Breaker. But to his chagrin, L.A. Knight's chagrin, Braun Breaker, well, it was, it was actually a really good match. It was a fantastic match, actually. Um, I don't know. I don't know what they think about uh, L.A. Knight, but L.A. Knight is really pulling his weight, even in the huge loss. This loss was massive. He lost, it was a power press slam up, up above his head to a power slam so fast, so fast. It was like a jackhammer, but done properly, by, done by a legitimate wrestler. Okay, that was beautiful with uh, Braun Breaker with a huge win. Next up, a tag team match. It's Imperium, um, Marcel Bartel versus, and Fabian Eichner. Versus the newly formed team of uh, Josh Briggs and Brooke Jensen, otherwise known as uh, JBBJ. 
Yes, that's right. Their, their initials make uh, uh, the BBJ, BBJ. So I guess that's a cute thing. Okay, so almost like Team Casey, but a little more clever. Okay, this was, uh, this was okay. This was an average match, but we all knew what was going to happen. I predicted that uh, Josh Briggs and uh, Brooke Jensen would lose, only because they're newly formed. And uh, Imperium has been together for years and tried and true. And it's true, Imperium pulled out a big victory. And what's next for them? Who knows? But after this match, we have another match. Finally, the uh, Hit Row and B-Fab finally got to have a solo match. And who's B-Fab going to be fighting? Well, it's against uh, Katrina Cortez, of course. Now, uh, this showed um, B-Fab. This is a terrible match from start to beginning, start to end. Fast match. Um, and with a very lazy either cutter or uh, what, uh, st a stunner or cutter. I don't know what it was. But this pin was uh, her on all fours, hooking, slightly hooking the leg. As you can tell a real wrestler really gets a pin in. A uh, person pretending to be a wrestler does what, Jay, what, does what uh, um, you know, BFAB does. Just, uh, it's terrible. Okay. Okay, we have a, uh, what's that? Uh, Austin Theory sighting. Finally back with uh, Johnny Gargano. Wonderful thing. Brings in uh, Damien Priest, thinking he's actual priest. But that's okay. That's all funny. Next up, we have uh, Carmelo Hayes. Really upset that, uh, you know, uh, this Santos Escobar got the best of him with his team. So he needs someone watching his back. And someone watching back he did with uh, Trick. Um, now they made an example out of uh, Duke Hudson as he came by, trying to disrespect them. They came up and beat, beat him to pulp, so he didn't have a match. Okay, next up is the uh, Team KC versus, uh, what's that, JC, JC Jane and Gigi Dolan. Um, Caden Carter and Casey Ken Zero. Now this match ended. Um, this in a disqualification the first, but it ended disqualification. It was it was just ridiculous. But it, this wasn't really the match because it turned to a um, six six woman tag. Uh, joining Team KC is uh, um, Saray, and joining uh, Gigi Dolan and JCC uh, Jane is their leader, um, Mandy Rose. New look. Mandy Rose. Apparently, she got her nose uh, kicked in by uh, um, Sheree. Now, this week, she's got something different in mind. What is she going to look like? Is she going to wear a mask now on, like she did before? The, the beating of uh, Casey, the Team Casey, last week, when she wore a mask? But this week, no, she unreveals with uh, she wore a hood, reveals herself as a Burnett. Surprisingly, it was a good match. Um... It was, uh, I would say, uh, a little bit better than average. You know, 3, 3.5 star. But uh, when it came down to it, you know, uh, Mandy Rose just really had one move. But she knew how to use it. She used it at the very end. The flying knee is her only move. That punches and kicks and flying knee. Punching and kicks, I don't consider those a move. They were just punches and kicks. But the flying knee is an actual move. And that's the only one she did, and she won by it. Um, and good for them. I guess uh, I, I thought it would be better if she had a mask, hide her beauty. It would be really strange, wouldn't it? So next up we have Rich Holland versus Drake Maverick. Rich Holland absolutely smashes Drake Maverick for some reason. I guess Drake Maverick's moving to Raw, uh, being a manager now. Rich Holland with a fast win, smash victory. 
Next up, Diamond Mind. Introducing with Roderick Strong, Hideki Suzuki, and newly formed um, Ivy Nile. Now, uh, we had uh, Brutus Creed and Julius Creed versus another. Now, last week was a... This week's... Now, they're just throwing... Uh, nobody's at these guys. Jobbers. Complete jobbers. I don't even have pictures of these other guys. Um, Dan Jar Jarman and Trevor Skelly are their opponents. Now, they got brutalized in the match. And uh, the... Uh, the Creed Brothers with the victory. No surprising there. Next up is uh, the four-way championship match. Um, what's his name? Kyle O'Reilly. He was attacked earlier. He did not compete. He could not compete. We did not complete this match. He was uh, advertised as it. I have a feeling Kyle O'Reilly would be joining Adam Cole in the near future. Just a feeling. But taking his place was uh, Von Wagner. Now, this was a barn burner of a match. It was very much better than I expected. Very fun. Um, but at the end, surprise, surprise, is Tommaso Champion as two-time, two-time NXT Champion again with Goldie back in his arms. This should be good because he was a great champion. And what can he do with the next? Because he's a size that he can compete with everybody. Okay, now we get down to our final business. We started off with... Uh, um, Indy Hartwell's uh, bachelorette party. Then we move on to Dexter Loomis's bachelor party. Now we move on to, oh my goodness, the wedding as the uh, NXT closes out. And it was, it, was, it was a fun wedding. It wasn't terrible. Dexter Loomis finally says it's the first two words, and they're, I do. Whether it's kayfabe or real or fake, I don't care. It was fun. And now they're either married or fake married. Doesn't matter. Does it really matter? Okay, so finally, before we leave the show, look who's talking to Tommaso Ciampa, congratulating him. It is Braun Breaker, freshly off the kill from uh, LA Knight. First match, now after Goldie himself, Goldie herself. What's going to happen? That's really fast. That will be the fastest time anybody has ever gotten the world champion. If this happens. Well, what an exciting week. Next week will be even more exciting because it'll be ridiculously long, the shows. I'm Tetsu Mega saying, the Zip Trip saying, thank you much for a listener for being here for the very end. See you next time. <laughs>